connecting to the AOC Podcast Network. Enjoy your stay. What is AOC? What is community media? Maybe these are small questions, but they have big answers. So big, in fact, that we had to make a whole podcast about just that. The short answer is in our mission statement. Building an informed and engaged community through media, technology, and education. I'm Matt Roberts. doesn't give himself enough credit. He is more than the three words he used to describe himself. Find out more about Mike in this podcast episode. Are you interested in becoming a community producer? Join AOC for as little as $35 a year to have access to high-quality cameras, audio, podcasts, and editing booths, production equipment, educational workshops, and much more. AOC Community Media has evolved into a true media center focused on building an informed and engaged community through media, technology, and education. For more information about becoming an AOC member, visit our website at aocinc.org. So we'll just start with say and spell your name. Uh, My name is Michael Walden. Uh, I go by Mike and it's (laughs) M-I-K-E and W-A-L-D-O-N. Awesome. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Terre Haute, Indiana. Yeah. What was that like? Flat. Flat? Like like here. (laughs) Um, Okay. A lot of cornfields and uh, small city. Okay. Terre Haute had 70,000 population. Yeah. yeah. So um, are you a country boy then? Or are you Not really. just happen Sm- to grow up in the country? Small city. Small city. Small city boy. Gotcha. Fair enough. So it's appropriate that maybe you're in Lafayette and yeah. sort of a sort of a small city. Yeah. yeah. It's getting bigger, but, uh, yeah. but it used to be a small city anyway. It did. You're right. You're right. So um, how did you end up from there to here? Oh, it's a really long story. Um, I've lived a lot of places and done a lot of things because I'm old. Uh, but uh, one of the things that I did was I taught at UL mm-hmm. for 10 years as a, a research professor in civil engineering in the Center for Louisiana Inland Water Studies. Mm-hmm. And we did a lot of work on water quality research in the state. And I really loved Lafayette. Uh, And my wife did too. Mm -hmm. We were living in South Florida and I was working for the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service at the time as a hydrologist. And uh, 
we had two small kids and said, we just don't want to raise our kids in South Florida. Mm -hmm. So we thought about the best place in the world to raise your kids. And we just, we both decided on Lafayette, that Lafayette yeah. would be the perfect place. And that's av after having lived here for 10 years you decided that, or just decided that before you lived here? Uh, decided that after living here. Okay, okay. So we came back to Louisiana. Fair enough, yeah. So how are Louisiana and South Florida different? Like what propelled you to make that decision? Uh, gosh, uh, we felt as if South Florida has more of an, a materialistic kind of uh, attitude. Uh, everybody worries about how much money they're making yeah. and uh, how many square feet in their house. Uh, my daughter, with her uh, best little friend one time, I think she was probably five years old, was arguing with her friend about whose house had the most square feet. And that's the kind of things kids here in South Florida. And here, I don't think it's quite like that. There, there truly is a different attitude in, mm -hmm. in Acadiana. And we thought that would be a good attitude to surround our children with when they grew up. Sure. Yeah. So you said that you, um, were in, um, for lack of understanding, wildlife and um, civil engineering, and so are yes. you like a scientist? Are you? Is that your? <laughs> My degree is in engineering. Okay. Um, I was a licensed environmental engineer. Gotcha. Uh, I was working for a consulting firm in Virginia, mm -hmm. and just getting really frustrated with it, and frustrated with my management, as <laughs> people do. And I went home and complained about it once too often. And I said to my wife, <laughs> I saw an ad for a job working in the Everglades. Wow, wouldn't that be great? And yeah. she said, well, apply for it. Yeah. So I did. And, uh, you know, lightning struck. They hired me. And yeah. uh, they hired me as a hydrologist. So I'd been an environmental engineer. It's it's really just a name. but Okay. Uh, after that, I called myself a hydrologist and yeah. stopped calling myself an environmental engineer. Yeah, definitely. Do you consider yourself a teacher <clears throat> and a, a hydrologist? And, or a, a, uh, is that a part of your life that you, you know, you call yourself a teacher or you are a teacher I did still? teach in the university for a while. Um, and I, I even got an award. But nice. I never felt that that was really my calling or the thing I did best. Gotcha. Uh, but I really enjoy working with younger, mm -hmm. uh, engineers and environmental scientists and, sure. and helping them move along in their career and to learn the, learn the field. Yeah. But I'm, I'm really not organized enough in my life <laughs> to be a teacher. Uh, Fair my hat goes off to teachers. Same here. So when you were growing up, um, did you have any mentors, um, like you're doing now? Oh, I definitely did. Uh, uh, two of the people that I worked with while I was here at UL, uh, well, three people were retirees from the U.S. Geological Survey. Uh, they'd worked in the Baton Rouge office and retired. And uh, they really were hydrologists. They had done hydrology for their whole lives. And that's where I feel like I really learned to field mm -hmm. is... Uh, Fred Lee, Dwayne Everett, and Max Forbes were mm -hmm. three 
old, old guys from the USGS, <laughs> and they taught me much of what I know. Yeah, very cool. So let's talk a little bit about AOC, just a little bit. Uh, tell me how you first got involved with AOC. Well, I saw it on the TV, <laughs> and uh, and I believe there were some special programs that I really wanted to watch, and I tuned in to watch it. Mm -hmm. Then I found out I could join and become a member, and so I did that, not really knowing what that entailed. I just <laughs> came and signed up. Um, then I took the orientation class. Uh, I've taken one of the production classes, mm -hmm. and uh, I wish I, I had more time to really get involved. It's yeah. it's uh, a wonderful resource, and uh, gosh, you, you can take as a member, you can take the classes for free and mm -hmm. and learn all these great skills. We yeah. agree. What was your first impression then of AOC? You uh, said that you kind of happened upon it on TV, so what did you think about it when you finally came? And oh, I, w I was very impressed. You've got really fine equipment. Uh, long, long ago, when I was a student in college, I worked in the radio station, mm. and things have changed so much since then. Uh, we had relays and... Yeah. Uh, mechanical volume controls and <laughs> and uh, all that sort of thing and a TV camera weighed so much very few women were big enough they would say <laughs> right to actually move one of those monstrous mm. uh, cameras and the cables that went to the cameras were so big yeah. they had to have a cable handler <laughs> who would run around behind the camera operator just pulling the cable yeah. uh, and now your cameras are just tiny and uh, <laughs> easy to use mm -hmm. and uh, much easier to edit the uh, information that you get from mm -hmm. it. So uh, yeah. I'm just astounded by the progress that's been made over the years since mm -hmm. since I first started looking into this sort of thing. Yeah. Is there anything that surprised you about AOC? Well, I was surprised that Basically, everything is free to members. Uh, it's uh, it's just an incredible resource for the community. Um, and I've asked in some other communities if they have a program like this, and I don't see one anywhere. Yeah. This is really a wonderful asset for for Lafayette, and and I think a thing that would draw people to come here. Yeah, yeah I tell people all the time. I don't think that. <clears throat> People realize how fortunate Lafayette uh, is, especially as a city this size, to have something um, this unique in it. You know, not every city is as fortunate to have this, just like you said. And even cities that are larger than us don't have this. So I, I agree. Yes, and kids can learn a real skill if they come here and take your classes. It's mm -hmm. a, it's a real job skill that they could use while they go through college or or just move out into into a career. Certainly uh, dabble in it and see if they're interested in it. Yes. Yeah, that's definitely one of our goals. Yeah. Do you have a dream project that you would like to work on or to produce? I do. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm afraid I just don't have the talent to do it, but I would love to go talk to some of the old scientists who are... Uh, some of them are older than me, 
and are still alive. Uh, and uh, talk to him about coastal science and environmental science mm -hmm. in Louisiana. Mm -hmm. um, that would be a, a wonderful project, either as just an oral history project right. or as video interviews. Yeah, you could do that. Don't sell yourself short. You could do that. <laughs> just take some of our classes, right? What are you looking forward to for the rest of 2017? Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't have plans. I'm retired, <laughs> and uh, I do whatever is interesting, interesting and comes along. I like it. Just ready for anything. What are you reading right now? Oh, gosh. I'm reading a book that is so hard. Uh, Five things we cannot change and how to gain happiness from them. <laughs> Sounds interesting. <laughs> it's yeah. uh, published by a Buddhist publishing company. Okay. Yeah. Dear, what are one of the five things out of curiosity? Um, uh, loss. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's one. Loss of yeah. uh, everything and change. Um, yeah. Even loss of our own lives. Yeah. True. 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 All right. Let's <laughs> it up a little bit. Um, <laughs> uh, let's say you have a playlist that you had to listen to for the rest of your life, and you can only listen to that one playlist. Which bands or artists are on it? It can be several. But who oh, who gosh. has to be in your ears? <laughs> I guess the animals. Okay. Um, <laughs> And Mick Jagger, Rolling Stones, mm -hmm. and Neil Young, and John Prine. Okay, yeah, definitely. All of the above. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> Way back from my generation. Yeah, hey, good music. Some of the best music still. Yeah, no, <laughs> still. During your childhood, what were your favorite books or movies or singers or sports heroes? Any of those things that captured your attention and held on to it. Oh, I thought Yogi Berra was just great. Mm -hmm. He was a catcher for the New York Yankees yeah. and uh, always had something interesting to say when they had yeah. interviews with him. So yeah. I, I loved Yogi Berra. Yeah. For those young kids, that's not the cartoon. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This Very was a baseball player. Yeah. Very cool. All right. It's a good one. Yeah. So as a child, what did you want to be when you grew up? I wanted to be an engineer. You did. I did. You, you knew. From yeah. Just about as small as I can remember. As soon as I learned what it what it meant. Right. 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 Before I mean, that, I would tell people I wanted to be a dreamer and dream things up. That's kind of like an engineer. Uh, that's kind of like an engineer. That's it. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> um, who were your childhood heroes? I know we talked about whenever you were teaching at UL, who, th those mentors that made an impact in your life, and Yogi Berra, but uh, were there people in your, or <coughs> characters or anything that you just looked up to? Um, well, my scoutmasters uh, were really fine men and, uh, and gave a lot of themselves to 
to run the scout troop that I was in. Sure. And so they were, they were important heroes to me. Yeah. yeah. Was that, uh, were, were the scouts a huge part of your life growing up? Um, yes, from, from when I was 11 till around 18. Yeah, that's a rather, yeah, it's a big yeah. part of your life, definitely. Are there lessons that, uh, that you still remember today that uh, you learned from the scouts? Sure, how to make a fire with two matches yeah. and, and uh, tie a square knot, not a granny knot. Yeah. <laughs> Are there life lessons too? Um, I think the biggest thing that I got out of scouts was mm -hmm. the ability to to be independent and to take mm -hmm. care of myself. You go out camping and Sure. There you are with your stuff, and you have to cook your meal and yeah. and uh, take care of yourself and make your own yeah. your own bed and put it in your own tent. And yeah. uh, I thought that really gave me a lot. I thought it it gave me a great advantage when I went into the army later, oh, and yeah. I saw that a lot of the young guys that were going into the army really didn't have a clue yeah. about how to do that. Yeah. Uh, had probably never needed to know. You probably never, yeah. Definitely. Wow, thank you for your service also. Um, let's see, if you could have dinner with five famous people from history, who would they be? Or from your life? Or... Oh, gosh. Yeah. Uh, be kind of daunting, but I suppose Jesus Christ would be a very good dinner companion. <laughs> I suppose so. Um, ah, it would be really great to get to meet uh, a caveman or a, a primitive person. Oh, a, yeah. A Neanderthal. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, that would be an interesting dinner. Y'all yeah. might not eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he might yeah. just kill me. Yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, and then I suppose uh, in more recent times, Albert Einstein mm -hmm. would be just an incredible person to yeah. meet and get to know. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So there's three. Sounds like a good dinner. Sounds like one of the more interesting ones we've had. Uh, more, most interesting combo. What are you most excited or passionate about? <sighs> I always like to learn new things and apply the things I've learned. Mm -hmm. um, so recently I've been learning about uh, the drinking water mm -hmm. uh, situation in Lafayette and mm -hmm. I, I really learned a lot from looking at that. Um, and when I when I went to the Everglades I, I, it was such a great privilege to get to learn about the science in the Everglades and the hydrology in the Everglades. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So that's kind of carried through <laughs> through your um, your learning, I guess you'd call it. Yeah. 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 Through my whole life. Yeah. Very cool. What's your superpower? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Everybody, everyone giggles at that question. Oh, I suppose it's not staying on topic. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very good at that. Yeah. Super. Super good at that. <laughs> yes. If I start working on one thing, by the end of my work, I'll be working on something else. Yeah. <laughs> it's very natural, I understand. 
What is your superpower? I'm so proud. I'm sorry. <laughs> spirit animal. <clears throat> what is your spirit animal? Uh, a turtle. A turtle. Why is that? Just looks cozy. Just like <laughs> <laughs> carry you your house shell. everywhere you go. <laughs> I like it. Well, you are an engineer, so that actually is fitting. <laughs> Build your house and yep. carry it with you. Very cool. What's one thing about you that few people know? Uh, I suppose many people don't know that I'm a member of the Unitarian Church. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. We're a very small group here. Yeah. I was going to say, is there a, a church in Lafayette? <coughs> we have what we call, they call a fellowship because fellowship. we're not big enough to really be a church. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. I didn't realize that there was one in Lafayette. What achievement are you most proud of? Gee, um, <clears throat> uh, having kids, yeah. I guess, yeah. would be the thing that I did, and I had to stick to it, so I'm <laughs> getting it finished. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty big achievement. <laughs> what inspires you? Uh, curiosity. Mm -hmm. It's fitting. So are you uh, inspired by other people's curiosity or by your own? Or Oh, I love to see other people's curiosity yeah. and, uh, <laughs> and see them see them exploring it mm -hmm. and looking at, at things that they find interesting and, and learning. Mm -hmm. So you are a teacher. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> How would you like to be remembered? I geez, I don't know. <laughs> I guess I don't really care if I'm remembered. <laughs> You're remembered. Yes. You'll be the, um, the engineer with the shell on his back. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> One last question. All right. Describe yourself in three words. Oh, gosh. Engineer, old, <laughs> and uh, and retired. And <laughs> I like it. You've mentioned that, yes. What? How is retirement? I have to ask. I recommend it to anybody that's thinking about it. Retirement <laughs> is wonderful. Good, much deserved, then I'm sure. <laughs> Well, you survived the interview, so yeah. thank you very much. I appreciate oh, it. That was thank fun. You. Did you know that AOC Community Media has a free after-school program called Muse for students ages 12 through 18 every Monday from 4.30 p.m. to 6 p.m.? Participants will learn about television studio production, creating a podcast from start to finish, photography, media literacy, and much more. For registration and more information about our Muse program, visit the AOC website at aocinc.org.
is produced by AOC Community Media. Contributors include Othello Andrews, Marie Boudin, Ed Bowie, Leon Dejon, Annette Diaz, Joe Lucy Ferguson, Nancy Judas, Joseph Cleason, William McFarland, Matt Roberts, Stephen Skip Shannon, Christy Tracy, Jasmine Tillery, Jacob White, and Shahid Williams. Music in today's episode, Luna's Little Friend, Ukulele Instrumental by Ivan Chu, Koshi Key by Nano, The Long Goodbye by John Paston. AOC Community Media is located at the Rosa Parks Transportation Center, 101 Jefferson Street, Suite 100, Lafayette, Louisiana, 70501. For more information, go to our website at aocinc.org, call 337-232-4434, or email info at aocinc.org. Until next time, stay informed and engaged.